Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw that first come rolling for to carry my mother away Will the circle To all of our friends in Radio Land, to those that are listening to us on the podcast, we would like to start today by telling you Happy Tuesday. Today is a day right after Memorial Day, if you're listening to us in real time or if you're finding us later, where a lot of people stopped yesterday or in whatever they were doing yesterday, made sure that they had the mental space to think about what we're thankful for people that have sacrificed, people that need to be remembered. And I had to explain that, Coach, to a couple of my kids yesterday because the conversations we were having were, this is a day where we don't have to do anything, and this is a day where we can. I said, stop. All right, stop right here. Uh, I didn't tell them to slow down, but I said, I need you guys to stop right here and really think about everything that's been done before and why we are able to enjoy days like today. And then my mother-in-law, Coach, I got a good mother-in-law, yep. she jumped in and she said, I've got this book for you to read. This, I mean, So we, we got like a, a lesson yesterday over a grill, but we got a lesson. They just thought school about, was over. Yes. Huh? Oh, yeah. They, they thought this was summer break, but, but no, no. Uh, welcome in, Coach Mike. Good day, sir. How you doing? Man, I am good. I The only place that I traveled this weekend was I had a ball game that I had to go to and preaching, and those were on the same day out of town. And so usually I'm here, there, and yonder. And mine, mine was just one little trip, preached, went to a ball game, and got back. You did not do the same. No. I had a great, had a great weekend. I got a chance to go see my new grandkids. Okay. Uh, my oldest daughter has adopted two. Two boys. I love it. And uh, we got to go see, go spend the weekend with them. Got to go fishing a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, got to go take in an Arkansas Travelers ball game. Yeah. And uh, you know, play play a few games. He uh, he about wore my arm out. He wanted to <laughs> he wanted to play catch. He got your all pitch day. count high. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, we had a great time. Uh, you know, I uh, I now have a ten year old grandson Wowzers. and a nineteen month old grandson. Yeah. Good. Still for warm. You. the the nineteen nineteen year old nineteen month old. Excuse me, nineteen month old. Still kind of having to warm mm-hmm. up to me. The, he the first time he saw me this time, I think I startled him, and he was a little <laughs> bit less than uh, a little bit less than anxious to see me. He, he warmed up to me. Took right. took him a day or so, but he warmed up to me. Were both so, of those kids? I'll make sure I got it right when I heard you. Were both of those kids added to your family through adoption? Yes. Okay. I yes. Uh, I love it. Yeah. They. Uh, um, they were, they're brothers. Yeah. Um, same mother. Sure. Different father situation. And, um, we're, we're in the system. My, my daughter and her husband, uh, Brian decided it was, uh, you know, it was in their best interest to, to look through adoption. Right. And, uh, started working with uh, an agency there in Arkansas and, uh, we're, 
you know, when they when they signed up and said we're willing to take siblings and ten and under, and they were right. like, they went to the top of the list real fast. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You bump <laughs> up when it when you're not just when it's, right. a, it's a group, uh, and then and, also when it's not just a baby. And so uh, we we got uh, uh, Weston who is ten years old, and Man. TJ who is nine, like they said nineteen <sighs> months now, and uh, going strong, Man. getting ready to you know getting ready to be uh, you know. I'm learning. I'm learning the ropes as a grandparent yeah, now. Yeah. So <laughs> that's our our third son um, was added to our family through adoption at a day old, and we're we're very. I mean, we we talk about it. it's a fun story for us in our life. But when he meets somebody, if he meets a lady and she says that she's going to have a baby, it's such natural language for him. He's eight now. Uh, he'll look and he'll say. Um, are, are you gonna, you gonna have it yourself? Or are you gonna adopt? Yeah. You know I mean? He'll ask anybody that. And I love it because he's just so funny with it. The, mm-hmm. And so people ask us all the time, are you guys done? Like, are you finished having children? And I always say, I don't like you asking me that question because the Lord's listening. <laughs> and we'll say that we're done like in a one on one. Yeah, yeah, let's see. <laughs> and the birth mother of my son, uh, my wife is doing this slow wait until she is out of childbearing years because if we get a call from the agency that says hey she's having another child would you there's no way she's going to say no oh right and so i'm right. like in this weird position of going okay how old is she <laughs> like i'm trying to figure this out you yeah. know yeah we're in that transition phase of uh you know going from you know he had a uh, brian had a daughter from, uh, an older daughter from a previous situation and all of a sudden but you know we called it two and a half now they're four and a half right just Right. Overnight. <laughs> yeah. That's a game changer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we're, we're going through some interesting transitions there yeah. and stuff, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Had a good weekend and uh, good. Got, got, kind of got home late last night. I know. We spending you as long it. as we could. <laughs> get, get coach a pillow or something. Well, coach, God bless you. And I'm Thanks. glad that you had that weekend um, that can energize us through a week, yeah. you know, when you have that. And we want to welcome in special guests today, friends of the station and friends of our community, the Taylor family. Welcome, folks. Hello. Thank I, you. I'm glad that y'all are here. I'm going to go through the names, and then we're going to talk a little bit about it. We have Johnny and Terry here with us. Yes. And then you also have a, a moniker, a social media moniker that people know you as. And it's give, give us that run in here. Uh, Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. <laughs> I, I choose to believe that that's how you wake up in the morning. Is, <laughs> is that what he says to you? <laughs> Farmer Johnny here. Not quite. I say it to the cows when right. it goes out to milk. But. <laughs> They're like, welcome. It, it's you again. Yeah. <laughs> here you are. Well, we're glad that you're here because the nature of our show on Circle Unbroken, I always like to to remind the audience of it is that we believe that in life, uh, if you have your circle that's complete, that then you'll feel, of course, whole, um, you'll feel productive. And we think that what makes that circle is faith, business, and community. And so when you focus on those three things in the sense of you look at your faith as a starting point, and then you take that into the marketplace where mission in the marketplace. And then you find yourself in the community. And as we were talking about some of your advertisement, some of your messaging this morning, we talked about, you know, healthy food, healthy families, healthy community. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's a fit that we would talk about that today. And so I'm glad that y'all are here because it's neat for me when I have had food before but didn't know the backstory on it. There was a local place here that I would go to or that my wife would send me to, and, and we would get this good food and never 
never pause to think about the backstory right. of we. I mean, you know, we're just so we're selfish in our society where we're going. I gotta, I gotta cook it. I gotta, I gotta eat it, and we don't think about the care, and we don't think about, like I said, the backstory or the narrative of where this comes from. And so I'm excited to welcome in the people from Radioland to learn today about you all and about the farm, the Taylor family farm. And so let's just go, let's just go back. Okay. And and whoever wants to start can, but tell me about this farm and about the origin of it. I'll start. (laughs) Uh, Well, my dad was a pastor, but he was also a farm kid growing up. And so every time we moved around a little bit, I, I was the kid that always had a chicken coop. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we'd leave a parsonage with a chicken coop. And uh, so, but that was just because, you know, we were kind of a farm family that done other things. And so it's kind of always been in my blood. I've always enjoyed that that side of things, but I didn't really take off and do that early in life. I've done the normal thing. I've jumped around from this job to that job to this career. And, uh, but the farming for the last 25 years has been kind of, it's been a part of it. It hadn't been the, the major part of it, but sure. it's been a little bit of it, you know, just kind of jumping in doing, raising a few pigs and for some fresh sausage and just little things like that. So, but it's had definitely grown a whole lot in the last 10 or 15 years. Well, I, I, I came out recently and got eyes on a, a one piece of your operation. And Terry, as I was telling you this morning, I walked in and my goal was not to get in the way. But when I walked in, t- tell the audience what I was walking into, what was happening. You came and visited us on a chicken processing day. Mm-hmm. And we did about 500 birds that, that morning <laughs> and that afternoon, um, getting them on ice and then packaging them. And um, we have good size families involved. So yeah. there's a lot of moving parts and that's what you were saying. You didn't want right. to get in the way because it is like a well-oiled machine to get the, all these birds done and in the freezer by the end of the day. So that's what you were seeing. We have a larger circle than most, right? We have nine kids, right? Yeah. Uh, so. I talk about my big family all the time <laughs> and you're like rookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so your, your kids are involved in the, the operation. Our the older kids have, you know, they're nobody, Hardly anybody wants to farm anymore, so you got to have the calling there. Sure. So they've moved on into they started their own lives and yeah. their own careers. But yeah, our kids have always been a part of it, and the kids that are still at home are definitely a part of what we do now. Well, that the, what was cool to me is before I went, uh, Mary Susan, uh, she told me about it. And for those of you listening to to the show here, Mary Susan, uh, she's married to Delk, and, and they are the owners of the state. They're the reason that we're all able to be here. Right. And so she told me about it. And let's be real. If, if she tells me about it, I'm going. Right. And so I came out, and she told me, she said, earlier, Taft, they were working. She goes, you'll love it. They were singing hymns. Like, like there was just a good spirit about it. Sometimes we go to the grocery store, coffee shops, mm-hmm. uh, restaurants, and there's not that spirit. Right. Um, there's a spirit of people that are unhappy with management or they don't like the product. So when she told me about that, I was pumped. Well, as I pull in, there's a couple of kids that they, 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 they weren't involved in the operation, but they were they were definitely a part of the team, Right? maybe family members. Mm-hmm. They, they were throwing ball back and forth, and then I came up and I asked where you were, and I went through like the different layers uh, to get to you, and I came in. And and like you said, every, everybody was hopping. I mean, everybody was ready. You had a goal to get to. You had a certain number. Um, and then you went and showed me a little bit more up the hill mm-hmm. about well, what happens with the way that the animals are raised, uh, what you do for the environment uh, and all this. And so with this team, 
that is there. You guys are putting out a really good, healthy product for people. But Terry, I'd love to ask you this um, for all the women out there that are listening, the wives of the operation, you know, when you're this, um, tell me a little bit about how that journey has gone for you when it comes to handling the farm and handling the family together. Well, part of the reason we started this, Mm -hmm. raising our own food, is one, we, uh, my husband's a meat eater. He loves meat. And Attaboy. <laughs> I grew up on the nutritional side of wanting better meat to feed my family. We couldn't afford to go to Whole Foods and purchase it. So that's how it started for me was for looking at the health of my family. Yes, ma'am. And so my encouragement to him, and he was full on board because he got it too. And, of course, he loves animals. And he said, sure, we can do this. So we started learning about how to do pastured poultry and um yeah, it's just built from that. And then you get people saying, hey, can I buy some chicken? You know, friends right. find out you're doing it and that's what they want. But they don't necessarily want to do it. So it just incrementally started like that years ago. Oh, goodness. We were talking about this morning how long ago. It was probably 2010, <laughs> 2008, maybe before that. I don't know that we started the chickens just on a small scale. Right. And um, yeah, because there's so much nutrition when those chickens are out on eating grass, eating bugs, and they're moved every day. They're clean. We're not having to use chemicals in our processing just because of the cleanliness of it. And um, right. that was what I was all about. Well, that's neat to see the two different passions. Uh, you, you knew what tasted good, mm-hmm. and you knew what was good for you. Right. And, and then you take both of those together, and it's neat. I get jealous just for full transparency here. I get jealous of people that get to work with their spouse. All the time. And I know we could do a whole show on why it's great and why it's real life. You know? Right, exactly. But I think it's cool and I think it's neat uh, for it to be a family thing. But as we all know, the most healthy families see mom and daddy loving each other from the top. Right. And so to do that together is special. And I commend you because it, it's something that people can look at and say, this is what family means. When somebody gets married... They're starting a family. Right. It's not when you have children. We always say, when you start a family, and it's like, well, when did you get married? You know, you start it at that point. And so that's commendable for me, you know, as a guy who's trying to wrangle my crew. I mean, it was just, it was tangible. I want people that are listening to know it was tangible when I came out there. And so it's something easy to, to get behind. Now, at our church, there is a children's ministry, and the children's ministry is called Faith Farm. And that's how they marketed it. And I want to kind of step into this because there are certain places in my life where I think God is undeniably at work and easy to see. Like you want to take an atheist to these places. One of them for me is the beach. Like when I'm at the beach and I look out and see that, I'm like, how can you not think? You know, when I'm in the woods, uh, it's, man, what I hear and what I experience. And then another one for me is when I'm on a farm. I don't know a lot about a farm. My family does. I don't know a lot. But as I look around and I see the order of things, I see how things work, uh, it reminds me of Bible stories. I mean, all the way back to the ark, right? You know, all the way up to things that were happening with clean and unclean meat in the New Testament. And so for you guys, me telling you, hey, we have a children's ministry called Faith Farm. That makes good sense, mm-hmm. you know. But for you all, you've been able to marry your faith and your farming together. And let's talk about that a little. Now, for everybody listening, they don't have notes. They didn't know I was going to ask that question. <laughs> uh, but it's real, and so I think it's a fair question to ask. You know, you guys do that. You're, you're people of great faith, and you're people that do a wonderful job in your farming. And so how do those go together? 
Well, it's interesting that, uh, you know, I'm a product of public school and yes, my sir. wife was for the most of her life. But when we started, well, before we had kids, we discussed that. We wanted to homeschool our family and our kids and we didn't know we were going to have nine. We talked about two or three and then, <laughs> then lots of things changed in sure. life and the way we looked at things changed. And so as our family continued to grow, we started making a lot of decisions, uh, she and I did, as that would, you know, influence our family. Right. And a lot of that was based around our belief, our faith. And uh, so we decided that we would do certain things, not do certain things. And uh, we just made those decisions and started living life that way. Right. And sometimes those were popular decisions and sometimes they weren't sure. with other people. But uh, we just decided that, you know, for our family, this is the way we were going to do it. And like I say, most of that was revolving around our faith. Right. And as our kids started getting a little older, you know, we just started in, incorporating the farming side of things. I mean, for years I've done a lot of stuff. I've done construction work. I've done, I've cut timber, mm -hmm. you know, all these kind of things. And our kids have been involved in everything that we've always done. And I say that because I, I grew up in my daddy's hip pocket, as I like to say, you know, I was always <laughs> around, you know, uh, sure. I, I, not that I always wanted to be around. <laughs> there was times I'd rather not. Uh, but you know, it's like when, I get ready to go somewhere. I tell the kids, I say, uh, you want to go with me? And they'll say, where you want, where are we going? I said, it doesn't make any difference. Just let's go. Right. Uh, we're going, we're going together. And so that's kind of the, been our journey is we we've done it together. Right. And you know, it's, it's worked for us and we've got some awesome kids and in spite of me, <laughs> <laughs> that's, they got over the parental hurdle. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, Terry, let me ask you this with, with the family, and, and the farm, and then the faith component to it. I'm sure for you, it's also been, and, and not, not that you don't do this, Johnny, but I want to ask you specifically this. I'm sure it's been a very easy place to teach, you know, oh, to, yes. to teach your family while you work. Yes. Tell me something about that. Well, we've always had the mindset of schooling is not just about book learning. Mm -hmm. Um, schooling is very much life. Yes, ma'am. So we love to take those moments every day because when you're working alongside your children, you see you can do a lot of character training. You can do so much um, Bible training. You right. can use principles that – and it just – it's life applicable. It's yes. It's not reading it in a textbook and it's it's cold and it's not it's not real. This right. is real life. And right. so many so many of those opportunities. And, you know, one of the biggest things we wanted was our children to have a work ethic and to know that caring for that animal, it depends on you. It depends on if you don't feed it and water it, it may die. It may get sick. So those, that was a huge component of our farming life was giving the kids responsibility to care for something bigger than themselves, bigger right. than themselves. Sure. Oh, man, I, I love that. And, I, again, I'm saying this from the bottom of my heart. I wish more families were able to experience this. In every break today, uh, those of you that know our show format, we'll have three different sessions. I, in every break, I want to remind people of who we have in studio with us. So again, it's Johnny and Terry Taylor, but I want to give you this website that you can check out uh, during the break here. You can go online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com. 
I want you to put that TN in there so you get the right one, all right? But you can go to, again, TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to learn more about this family, to learn more about what they do. And we're happy that you're here with us today on Circle Unbroken. In our next segment, we'll come in a little bit and talk about some challenges that really come to the farming life. And then later on today, we'll get into ways that you can participate and be a beneficent to all the different things that come from their work here on Circle Unbroken. South Music presents J.D. Darling. Now I'm punch drunk, love struck, shook up, baby. Live at the Mule House in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. She's from a small town. Celebrating the release of J.D.'s new album, Looking Forward, Thinking Back, with special guest Scout Spear. Tickets available at themulehouse.com or listen here to win. J.D. Darling live at the Mule House. Brought to you by South Music DIY Dumpsters and Dixieland Management. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Well, the circle beyond broken, by and by, Lord, by and by, there's a better all awaiting in the sky, Lord, in the sky. I said to we are back here on Circle Unbroken. We're glad, number one, uh, that you have tuned in. Number two, we're glad that you found us. Or number three, we're glad that somebody shared us with you. As always, we want to remind you that if you go and you search or you look up Front Porch Radio TN, you can find our website there that has all of our different podcasts that are listed there. So you can download them. Uh, you can check out previous days. That's something very important to our radio work here is that sometimes somebody will be on air and they'll hear it and they'll think, oh, man, I missed it. I hate that I missed it. We want them to know that what we do lives forever. Uh, we want them to know that it's out there uh, and that they can hear it and they can grab it. Coach Mike, welcome back in, buddy. Hey, glad to be here. Seeing you is good for my soul. Folks, you always hear me welcome Coach Mike in, and I – I, I would be so lost without this guy. I'm happy that he's here. When, when he walks in, we can share life with each other, and uh, we can man up when we have to. And so I'm glad to have him, glad to have him for sure. We're welcoming back in the Taylor family. We've got Johnny and Terry Taylor. Welcome back in, folks. Thank howdy, you. Howdy, howdy. I'm glad you didn't leave. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm glad after the we first did, You session, didn't run them off this right, time. Huh? No. Well, we locked the front door. <laughs> yeah, and I said, couldn't get out. Said, it's kind of like a pen. <laughs> you, you can't leave. Uh, but we are talking about the work that you do, and, and we left off at the last break talking about uh, your farm and what it is. And I want to start this one by reminding everybody that they can go online to taylorfamilyfarmtn.com. Again, that's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to see more about what you do, how you do it, and, and the passion that is behind it. And if you're listening to this and you think, was that an advertisement? Absolutely. We like to talk about people that we believe in. Right. And so, man, th this is just super cool for me to have you guys here. The Kennedys referred to you recently as family, and I think that's really special uh, that we can do that here on this radio station. We're, we're very thankful. We're honored to be a part. Well, good. And you're also very kind to me because I don't know a lot about farming. Now, my dad's family, uh, seven kids. Okay, they were trying to catch you. Uh, <laughs> right. Seven kids from McNary County. And so I grew up going to a farm probably every other month, 
And full disclosure, for me, it was playtime. Right. I would run and jump on things that I shouldn't run and jump on. And one of the biggest whippings that I ever got was me and two of my cousins. We went into this farm or to this barn on the farm, and we found these ropes we could swing on and this hay that we could jump on. And then one of my cousins found these eggs. Oh, boy. And this is terrible. That we could throw like grenades. Oh, yeah. So we had so much fun. And then one day we're doing it, and my Uncle Danny, whom at the door is standing, he was was right there. And he looked at me, my brother, and my cousin, and here's what he said. You guys are throwing money against the wall. That's right. And Mm -hmm. we were like, uh, uh, uh. And he goes, it's okay, it's okay. I'm not going to spank you all day long. Just part of the day. He said, I'm going to spank you for each egg that you threw. And so my first cousin, my, my first guy goes up, he's my cousin, and he says, uh, uh, Daddy, I, I threw two. And I'm like, liar. <laughs> but he, he threw two, and he got, he got two pops. My, my brother, who's a lot smarter, and he's you know, conniving. My mm-hmm. brother was like, huh, I, I threw one. And he gets pop, pops him one time. And y'all, I'm over here going, six, seven. Like, I'm counting. <laughs> right. And I like to tell you it's because I'm just so honest and yeah. truthful. I was just dumb. And, and then I got, I got a boatload of whippings. And so I, and, I, and, and then you get named as the instigator because correct, you, correct. you had all of them. Yeah. yeah. I threw one or two. Taft told you he threw 10. And so I'm, I'm telling you that part of my, my childhood to tell you now here, for me, I have never been somebody who understood the depths of, of farming, the seriousness of it for, with every angle. And now I would probably be guilty of telling somebody else, man, farming farming is cool and get, get ready to throw me out of here, okay? <laughs> and it's kind of easy. And, and that is straight ignorance. Yeah, absolutely. On my part. And so what I want you guys to do is just to walk us through. Where, how, where did you get the idea it was easy? My childhood. I would just go on <laughs> Because there. he just went and visited right. to the farm. I would just visit, treat it like yeah. it's fun. Right. And, and, and again, every show I watch, now not reality shows, but growing up, I'd watch these cartoons about the farm. Right. And it was just a fun time. And it's, okay. it's yeah. hey, and it's admitted. It's ignorant. Like, it's there's nothing easy about it. Well, what you're saying is, is probably pretty common, though. Sure. Because, you know, I know a lot of kids that grew up and they went to their grandparents' mm-hmm. farm. They go mm-hmm. for the summer. And so th- right. it wasn't every day living, working the farm. Correct. And there's a lot of difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were you were going and having fun, and you didn't live there, right? Because if you'd lived there, you would have known better than to be throwing those eggs. Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, so I get it, and, and there's a lot of people that probably understand that. So, so walk us through that. It's very hands on. It's super difficult, and shame on people who are out there going, ah, you know, it's farming. Like, I want you to really walk us through because everybody who's listening right now is a part of an industry, whatever it is. Right. It's tough, and the outsiders don't know how hard it is. There are people that could look in here, and they, they could talk about, oh, you just got to play some music, or oh, you just got to get some people on a mic, and and it's not easy. There's tough parts to it, and so I want to walk through the challenges that you guys have faced as a family through, through farming, mm-hmm. uh, but then also we started at the beginning by talking about your faith, and that's something you lean on when you look at each other and go, Honey, what are we doing? There's clowns out there that think this is easy. Right. So let's just talk about that. Well, 
Of course, we have chosen to farm in a different way than what is normal in our society nowadays. We still farm a little bit more like the old ways. We do a lot of hands-on. Right. Uh, so our, our poultry is not like a big chicken house full of chickens. We, we uh, raise everything outside. It's seasonal. Um, we actually move chicken pens every day. Right. We feed and water by hand. Uh, we gather eggs by hand. So it, it's a lot more hands-on like an old-type farm would have sure. been for our grandparents. And so we've raised our kids that way. So it has given everybody a good work ethic. It is a lot of work. Right. You know, it starts early and sometimes it ends late. Um, but that's just been part of what we've done, and we've chosen to do that. Uh, and there's many reasons we've chosen to do that. One of them is because we think we are, and know we are, you know, we're raising a better, higher quality product right. that we eat first, and then we sell to our customers. And uh, so uh, on the other, other side of that is we've done a lot of things over the years to make sure our kids had stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're not into a lot of the different things that uh, the world has to offer, and so our kids have, have grown up working and been a part of our lives. And But there's been challenges with that. You know, I, I was thinking about this as you were talking about it off air that, you know, my wife and I, we do work together. Yes. And that's great. But, you know, when we started farming full-time, she went from my wife, mother of our children, to my business partner. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. and that has, that has put a, there's been some challenges there that we didn't, we didn't even think about ahead of time. Right. And we won't, that's a whole nother story, but I mean, it's, uh, so it's not all just like, Hey, you get to work with your kids and your family right. you know, all the time. And it's, everything's great. And I've had people say, I wish we could do that and be like y'all. Like, right. I get it. I understand that was kind of our goal too. But there's a lot of challenges that go. We're with not that. singing "Kumbaya." All the time, <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Yeah, dad, dad does snap and holler, and, right. and uh, you know, you get on you pretty hard sometimes. Sure. And uh, but that's the result of you know, if we're together all the time, you, you get to see the good, the bad, and the ugly. In, right. In that sense, so uh, definitely had to lean a whole lot on the faith side of things, and you know, at different times through the years, mm-hmm. from just uh, business side of things, money. You know, busy, busy, busy. Right. Um, you know, if you have any kind of life outside of farming, it's, you know, it's maybe church. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, that, and that's about it sometimes. Uh, so you have to really do a lot of things on purpose. I know, I know for, for our family farm that my pawpaw ran, that my dad would always talk about, hey, you know why he's in such a good mood at church? I'd say, why? And he'd be like, that's the one thing that he gets. Like he'll, he'll, he'll go, he'll, he'll back up for a minute. And then sometimes he said, you'll see his mood start to change. Cause as it's ending, he goes back into the mental space of, of getting back. And, and Terry, my family always talked about my mama, I had a paw mama. I, they always talked about my mama and they said, son, you're out here throwing eggs, being a knucklehead in the barn. Uh, you don't get it, but you have no idea what all she has done. For, for for this family, you know what? No idea, and I think that goes with most matriarchs, or whatever. But in a farming sense, there's for you there is working your tail off, supporting your husband, leading the crew, you know, d- doing all the things that you do. And let's talk about that for a minute. Anything you're willing to share sure. about those struggles at, as a woman and a matriarch in your family? Well, from my end, I'm a I'm a kitchen person. Mm-hmm. I love cooking. I love feeding my family yes, good ma'am. food. So teaching the children that, of course, they've worked for it, you know, and how precious this 
whatever sure. this product is that we've raised and it, we don't waste it. You know, um, right. if you put it on your plate, you need to eat it, you, mm. those kind of things. And um, that chicken, you know, I want to make sure we save the bones and we make the broth from right. that chicken. We get every good last um, n- nourishing penny out of that chicken, you know, just and the children are learning that by osmosis a lot of times. Sure. But there are spoken words as well that this is hard work and everybody's been a part of it. Why do we want to waste it? Right. Um, right. A lot more um, there than if we go and buy chicken at the store for sure, buy, buy pork at the store, beef at the store. Um, there's a lot more work gone into it, and everybody sees that. And there's a lot of lessons that they take uh, from that that, that that leave the farm, you That's know, right. w- when it goes on and you see that. A lot more appreciation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when you've worked for something. Right. You don't normally – you don't normally just look at it frivolously and do away with it. You know, when you've spent the time, you've put the heart uh, with the blood, sweat, and tears, sure. as they say, into it, you, you, you're you really more appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, in our society, most people are very far removed from their food. Yes. And a hundred percent. By doing what we do, we've had the opportunity to, you know, be able to pour into other families' lives over the years that have come and just come to help and experience what we do. Right. And uh, that gives a lot of people a, a different look on, oh, wow, that's what they do to raise these chickens. That's what they do to provide that good sausage that we eat. Uh, that's what they do to enjoy a good hamburger, a good steak. And that appreciation, you can walk away eating that, and it's it just tastes better. Right, right. Oh yeah. It like things in life that you that you have an investment in also. Like, yes. like if something is paid off or something is done here or the things in life that sense you, of accomplishment. Yes. And so there you've got so much A, you know it's better because of the way you've done it. Mm-hmm. But then also that appreciation for how it's been raised. Uh, what's been done. I've always wondered that, you know, uh, being a guy that watched Charlotte's Web when I was a kid or or whatever, or or when I want to tell my kids something now, and they're like, I don't want such and such. And I'm like, hey, you know that that was this and this. I, I think I, I told you a story about my my father-in-law. He would, when they wanted chicken to eat, he'd get so excited. Right. And then his mom would say, you're up. And he said, I have to go break the neck, do all this, and bring it back in. And he goes, and I was like, ah, chicken. you know. And so he told that story to one of my children, and one of my sons said this line right here. And he goes, I don't want, I don't want that kind of chicken. I don't want that, that on me. He goes, I just want Chick-fil-A. Right. And we were like, hold up, buddy. You don't even want to know the back-end oh, stories no. of this. You know, and, and his little simple mind right. um, was that. And so I know there's got to be a lot of challenges uh, when it comes to that of, you know, having having a pet sure. versus having something that, that you're going to do here and understanding the cycle. Well, our kids, you know, I raised them to look at things differently. Yes. Every animal <laughs> on the farm. We don't have very many pets. Right. Uh, it, it could be a meal. Right. Uh, that's running around out there. So we uh, <laughs> uh, we don't we do name things, but it's not with the 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 mindset of, oh, we're going to. You're going to name that cow, and she's going to be around forever. Right. Uh, everything out there has a purpose yes. that we raise, and it's probably going to feed somebody, feed our family or another family, you know. And uh, 
I wanted our kids to understand that. And my kids, I've I've had to caution them because not a lot of kids don't they don't yeah. get that. So right. you got to be careful when you say things like that. Uh, that you know, we're going to eat that. That'd be, that'd be a good a good reality show. Would be bringing in a friend and be like, oh, name so and so. Then like you do it with my daughter, seventh grader. Come in, she she name it, right. pet it, love it, and they're like, all right, here's what's next. Ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's okay out. to name it uh, pork chops, sausage, right. yeah. bacon. You know, name them like that. Chicks and in the brooder are chicken nuggets. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That is great. Little pigs running around or bacon seeds. Yeah. You know? Think right. of, think of the most temporary name. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna give it that. <laughs> and then it's going to be done. Yeah. Well, th- this is super special to me that you guys are here. And after this next break, when we come back, I want to really get into the way that families can be directly blessed by your work. Because I know there's mamas out there saying, hey, Terry, I agree with you. I want to get the right stuff to my family in the right ways, but I'm too busy or I can't figure it out or who can I trust? What What is online ordering? You know, all these different things that I want to talk about when we come back because there are so many things out there that are good and healthy that are accessible to people, and we just don't slow down and really partake in those the way that we should. So we'll talk about that after the break here on Circle Unbroken. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back to Circle Unbroken. Coach Mike, how we doing? Fantastic. Man, I knew we'd get it. We'd get it eventually. I paused and I waited, but I'm glad that you are fantastic, brother. If you are listening to the show right now and our lead-in music, you are jamming to it. You are just like our special guest. I wish we could have turned our mic on a second ago because they were about to break out like a chorus getting ready for it. Welcome back, Taylor family. Howdy, howdy. Hello, hello. I am glad that you're still here. And in this last session, what we're going to talk about is, of course, farming. Well, we're going to talk about what all you guys do, um, the products that you have, and the ways that you get those to different families. Because I think there may be somebody listening right now that maybe here's one of your ads on our station, you know, and we're glad that you guys are supporters of the station, um, that may go online and look something up. But then there may be a divide because a lot of times we'll, we'll hear something and we won't think or go the extra step how I can get that. Because the coverage for this, you know, if you're listening to Front Porch Radio, it can go down into Nashville. It can go down to Alabama. And then in our podcast world, people can listen from all over. Right. Uh, I had a guy the other day uh, hit me up from Kansas City. And he said, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to try to expand your route to that. Right, right. Uh, but he hit me up, and he said, man, I'm down a rabbit hole. I'm listening to all the shows. And I said, man, this is great. And so there might be somebody, though, who's listening to this that maybe hears, oh, they're located in Etheridge or, or they're over here in, in this portion. And how can I access, how, how can I get to what all they do? And so let's talk about how, uh, we'll just maybe phrase this segment, how we leave the farm. Uh, how can people either A, get to you, or B, how do you distribute? How, how does that work or happen for people? 
whoever wants to take it. Well, we have a farm store that's there on our, our home location. Okay. Um, we opened that instead of doing farmer's markets in 2015, and it's went really well. So people can come there, or they can get on our website, taylorfamilyfarmtn.com. Mm-hmm. I want to stress the TN because Taylor Family Farm, if you just do that, it's the vegetable produ- produce um, supplier here in Tennessee, and it's in Smyrna. Yes. We've had people drive there. Good job. They're finding Taylor Family Farm, but it's not, not the correct one. So put the TN on Taylor Family Farm when you go there and then um, you can order you can place orders for our local drops that are in spring hill of course columbia and also um, franklin okay and we also do home delivery zones and all the zones are are mapped out there on the website for you and our our driver richie who's amazing will drop them off for wherever you're set up to to meet us or or have it delivered our home delivery zone is pretty much the columbia spring hill area okay Okay. Uh, we don't. We the other ones are just drops. We're, I was going to ask. Educate us on the difference between a drop and a delivery route. So, so we we run a route every Thursday. Okay. So the way that works is you go on our website, place your order. Okay. And you pick up the spot that you want to. You pick out the spot that you want to pick up. Okay. And so that starts in Spring Hill, goes to Franklin, into Nashville, and Hermitage. And so whichever one of them you're the closest to, and you can meet the time that you need to come and pick up. Um, the, uh, the home delivery zone that's on Tuesday okay. and you would do the same thing. You would go and you place your order. You would pick your, uh, home delivery. There's a couple of options there. One of them is a certain amount of money plus a delivery fee. And the other one is if you spend enough money, you get a free delivery. Right. And so you would pick that, uh, home delivery and we would set up a time and we would make that actual delivery to your home on Tuesdays. Okay. There's also a drop at Glendale Farm where we process the chickens and raise all the chickens. That's on Tuesdays as well. Right. Okay. And that's where I came to visit you. Yes. And so people, it's, it's an easy place to get in and out of mm-hmm. in, the, in the sense of off the highway. Yeah. It's uh, about right there. About, what, 10, 12 minutes yeah. from downtown here. Right. And so they, somebody can go there and pick up. Friends, okay. Yesterday, I was talking to a new local business owner. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about you and what you do. And she goes, oh, I want this, this, and that. She was going through the, the things that she wants to set herself apart. Right. And she said, how can I get it? And she said, because I would order this and that. And I said, well, there's multiple ways. And so I want people to know that if you are average Joe at your house, that, that you can have something delivered. Or if you do run a store or a restaurant and you're thinking, I want a product that's better Right. Th- then I can access it. As if you well. if you wanted a, to like a wholesale type yes, account, sir. where if you wanted that, then you would probably just be easiest to contact us through the website. Okay, uh, and then we would call you back and we would kind of set up a time and talk about that. As far as any of our drops, the easiest thing is definitely go to the website, place your order, pick the spot you want to pick it up. Uh, which would the Columbia spot would be on Tuesdays. Okay. And then Thursdays would be the, the longer route day. Okay. No, I, I like that. And I asked you when we were taking the tour about the, the average person or what, what they would need to do. Terry, you got anything to add on what he just said about delivery or pickup? Because I, I know there may be something out there that, for instance, my wife, she's going to hear this a lot different than me. Absolutely. I'm going to say, this is cool. You can get it. She's going to logistically, you know, the, 
the average woman hearing this, if you look at our, you know, avatars that are out there, um, they're, they're driving in their SUV or their minivan and they're out there. And, and again, women, I know you can drive trucks and cars too, but I'm just using that. Right. And they're out there hauling their people around. And then they're thinking, I need to get this for my family. I can order a variety of things yes. online. Yes. Talk to us about that, the variety of what they can order or grab. Well, we have, um, of course, chicken. Mm-hmm. We have pastured pork. We have grass-fed beef. We have um, milk, raw milk. Okay. We have eggs. And there's a lot of add-ons with that. We've got broth. We've got uh, – there's a right. big variance of Goes to what you said earlier about not letting anything go to waste. Absolutely. Yeah, we okay. try to use it all um, down to even lard. The pork okay. fat is rendered yeah. into lard form, so they don't even have to do that. But I'm talking to moms out there. We've got um, things that we have a lot of stock on. We may have sales on. They need to look okay. for those. Like you can buy five dozen eggs right now at a, a good discount. Um, let's see what else. We've got a chicken extravaganza. You buy a, a big – Five or ten chickens. I don't remember how many it yeah. is, but we stock, have each, stock we your have freezer. A, a five and a ten. Yeah. Okay. And you get a discount, you know, for buying in bulk. Sure. So yeah, and for the home deliveries, and all we all we ask is you put a cooler out with some ice packs in there or some ice, just so you don't even have to be home. He'll just right. drop it. You might put a note on there where the cooler is, and he'll stick it in your cooler. It's there for when you get home in the evening, ready to go. That that makes so much sense because uh, Johnny and I were talking. That there's a ministry I've done for years in different cities where we feed people 316 meals. It's called, like if it's in Columbia, it would be 316 Columbia or 316 Clarksville. And we feed people all the all these birds and stuff, all, all the stuff they need. And some of our distribution teams, we, we do it through the radio so somebody will hear Mm-hmm. And then they'll nominate a family that's in need, mm-hmm. and then you have it covered by a school, a church, or a ministry, and then they make those deliveries. Well, it goes great in like 300 situations. Right. But there's a couple handfuls of somebody, you know, the Ayers family, the guy that thinks farming is easy. Right. Uh, they, they decide to go in, and we're going to make a delivery today and tell them God loves them. They're not there. We're just going to leave it on the porch. Right. You leave a bird on the porch. Hello, moron. Right. You know, yeah. you're, you're not doing this the, the right way. So it's cool that there is that piece of, hey, we'll even leave it if you're not here, but make sure that you've got a hospitable environment. Right. When right. you go to our website and you pick the home delivery, yes, sir. all that information, you know, hopefully jumps out at you. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. not enough. But For the simple Exactly. You know, jumps out at you. You know, <laughs> this is what you need to do. You need to sure. leave your cooler ice packs, whatever, mm-hmm. in there, if you're not home. If you're right. home, you know, we don't mind knocking on the door and, and you know, just deliver your products. But if you're not going to be there, just, you know, just some really simple right. stuff. Get You know, be prepared, and we'll drop it off, and everybody can continue their busy life. <laughs> it's and, and that's what it is. I think uh, I've consulted with companies before about – bringing the product to the person right um and how that there's there's one fella here in town who has he won't even open a dry cleaner location anymore as far as a roof goes he puts them in vans and it's this home delivery where you can take them out there and his whole thing is you're too busy to go to the cleaners right but you still want to look good or take care of your garments they'll they'll come to your door and so from a business model if you do it in the right radius right. Uh, and you offer the right thing, saying, here's what we're going to do for you, you can grow the business because here's what happens. Locally, you could, you could be at a local place where you're delivering X amount of birds a week, and then that changes or that shifts. The business owner 
the person who's running the operation, you guys have to look and say, okay, that's life. This happens. Right. Now we shift or now we talk more right. about something. And that's, that's one of my intentions here is I experienced you from a local vendor. Mm-hmm. Loved it and didn't even know what it, who it was I was loving. Loved it. Now there's an opportunity for us to order in bulk, to have it. It's going to save me time, and I'm going to get the same good stuff you know, for that. But I think it's important for you all because the picture I want to paint for the people listening is that there is a compassion that comes from you all when you speak about other people, uh, when you talk about your faith and the Lord and your family. But there's also the way every coin has a heads and a tails. There's also a conviction that we believe we're being good stewards of what God has given us. It's not about you. It's about him. But that we're doing something right. Absolutely. And that we're doing something good. And so I don't think it's arrogance at all for me to ask you to answer this question. Tell me why your stuff is the choice. I mean, tell me why my wife in that car hearing this needs to make that purchase for her family. Like, what's so good about it? Well, I think uh, you hit the... Hit the nail on the head there with conviction. Yes, sir. Is part of it because when we started this, uh, we wanted, like my wife said, I'm a meat eater. <laughs> I like I like quality meat. Sure. And that goes back to my raising because my dad pastoring churches. I always remember that when we went to the farmer house for dinner for after church, yeah. we always ate really really good. <laughs> and, and that stuck out to me as a kid, you know, like, man, I'm, I'm going to there because we, we're going to eat well. Right, right. And so as we started this, um, we just had convictions about doing certain things and not doing certain things. And that's one of the reasons that we, uh, we use all non-GMO grains in our, in our feed. Uh, we mill all of our, all of our feed at, at our uh, home farm. And uh, I don't raise all the grain, but I use as much local grains as possible. That's a, that's a conviction. Right. I, I, I like local as much as possible. And uh, so as we've grown this, we've kind of tried to stick with our convictions on why we do this. We want a higher quality product. Why do we, why do we raise all of our chickens and our pigs and our cows outside on grass and pasture? Uh, because it's going to be more nutrient dense for mm-hmm. us as we eat it. And that's a conviction we have. Everybody I, don't have that. I want to add good water. None of our animals get chlorinated water. They're all right. on well water, spring water, just so because I don't want to drink it or partake of it. So that's that's important to us too, you know, even down to the water that our animals drink. It's better right. for them, better for us. Well, and I think that's good for people that know what they're looking for and that want it, but then also for people that don't know and then they discover it, and it's, why does this taste so good? Well, here's why. Because right. this is done with this, a natural way where we're not, we're not injecting or doing these things that will make you think other things taste good. We're showing you something from the land, you know, ultimately from God right. uh, that, that is good and, and done right. Um, I saw an advertisement for a movie, and my son said, that looks so stupid. And then they went through the advertisement, and he goes, if you love so-and-so, this movie is for you. If you hate so-and-so, this movie is for you. And they did it right to say we're hitting both sides. Right. I believe what you do is for the people, my buddies, that are gym rats, that are great with what they eat and put it in their body. They're serious about it. I think about the Tim Tebow's of the right, world. Right, absolutely. But then also those of us that might need, we say our health is important. We say our family is important. We say supporting local is important. But we might just not know how. 
Absolutely. And so I, I think that's really cool. Education. Yeah. You know, I mean, we mainly her, you know, has spent a lot of time over the years educating our customers. And uh, we live in a day and time where information is readily available to everybody. Right. So people have educated themselves in, in a lot of ways, and those people find us. They don't have any problem finding us mm-hmm. because they know what they're looking for. But we have, a, you know, a certain part of our customer base that – uh, they needed a little education or they had a health issue and they, you know, wanted to eat better. Right. And, you know, we're a good fit. Sure. So yeah. that's, and that's part of our conviction is that that needs to, you know, fill a need that somebody has. Right. And Absolutely. So. And we're also leaving the land better than we found it. Yes. In so many cases by not using chemicals on the land by chickens are the best manure that you can put on right and it, it makes grass grow like crazy we which, bring tons of fertility back yes to the soil. so it's for the next generation in that right. aspect as right. well and it's very observable i mean i've got pictures all on my phone and stuff and, and things videos that we've taken over the years and it's you know you can observe this very easily when you take care of the land right and and if you take care of it it'll take care of you and it's it's stewardship 101. Absolutely. Uh, and so I, I thank you guys for that. Again, today, we want to reiterate that we have had the Taylor family from Taylor Family Farm. And I'm going to drop this on you one more time. Go find out more information about our special friends at Taylor Family Farm. Ready? TN.com. Thank you all for being here today. Thank you all for letting us come. Thank you so much. It's been a special day. Coach Mike, we're out. Circle Unbroken. All right. I was standing by my window on one cold and cloudy day when I saw